Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Kropp. Hey, good morning, everybody. Great to be with you. It's another day of politics in America. Another day where Donald Trump gets indicted. So I want to ask you this question. Welcome to Political Coffee, the show where we we talk about political issues of the day that really are important. And probably nothing can be more important to the future, well, to your future, than the weaponization of government agencies like a banana republic used against people like Trump. Because if they can do it to Trump, they can do it to you and I. He, at least, has the ability to rally millions of people to help support him in his quest to drain the swamp, to get rid of the deep states. You and I can't. We have a few friends and acquaintances. Can you imagine going up against the federal government in the distortion of power? Friends, I'm telling you, and and I want to talk about this today. I want to talk about this. I also want to talk about the um, massive number of signatures turned in to the Salem city government. Yesterday, Oregon Business and Industry, the people that are behind the um, petition to let you vote, those of you who work in the city of say, let you vote on this new income tax that they imposed against everyone's will. They did it anyway. 10,000 signatures they submitted, folks. Now, we're not going to stop. Can't stop. It would be a mistake to stop. We have until... Friday, basically. If you still have petitions, get some signatures. Fill it out. Turn it in. There's a drop box at OBI's headquarters, which is right across from the Oregon Department of Justice as you turn on Court Street and you get ready to drive west towards the Capitol. They're right there on the right, folks. You can't miss them. Great big building, big sign out front. There's a drop box there. Stop by and drop off your petition. Now, here's why. Even though they've turned in, folks, they only needed, uh, what was it here? They needed 3,986 valid signatures to qualify. They turned in over 10,000. Then you would think they would get there, right? Wrong. There's a lot of confusion about if you're eligible to sign. Remember, we've talked about this time and time again, and many of you have rightly noted So here's what you got to do. Go out and get a few more signatures. It's easy. Just ask people if they want to pay Salem's new income tax. It's going to cost them $506 a year. That's all you need to do. And if they say, well, no, then ask them if they want to vote on it. And they'll probably say, yeah, I want to vote on it. Get them to sign and then drop it off at OBI headquarters. 
We're not going to stop. Okay, you cannot stop. We cannot. We have to show the world. Just like they did down in Eugene. It scared the living daylights out of the city council and they, because down there they banned natural gas in all new buildings, right? Well, city council rescinded it. Why? Because they turned in, in record time, two and a half times more signatures than they needed to put it to a vote of the people. Same thing just happened here. But we cannot stop. We need to send that message loud and clear. Actually, yesterday they turned in 10,264 signatures. And they're going to keep submitting more. You still have time to print off a single signer petition. Go to LetSalemVote.com. LetSalemVote.com. That's all you need to do. You can go there and it says, click here, sign the petition. When you do, then it brings up instructions for signing. And it gives you the choice. If just one person, if you're just signing this on your own, and you're not going to go out and get anybody else's signatures, that's fine. Just sign it. All you need to do is print it off, and there's a link there. It's really easy. Just has to be normal 20-pound, 8.5 by 11, uncoated white paper. I don't know why they have to do it that way, but you know that they will try to do everything they can to throw out every signature they possibly can. Anyway, it's just really easy. You click on this link. I'm just doing it right now. This is how simple it is. And the thing comes up. It's very simple. And you just print it off. And all you need to do, just follow their instructions, sign it, and then go drop it off in the drop box at Oregon Business and Industry. Let's show the world. We the people are not going to stand up. Now, folks, last night, this is all part of what I hope you will find encouraging. Last night, we had a great executive club meeting. Executive club is a long running. Uh, in fact, it's the only conservative meeting that's been run meeting for years and years and years since the seventies in the Portland Metro area. And I'm going to tell you that. And by the way, Tim, hang on, I'll get to in just a second because I want to make this, this point. And if you want to call in and comment today on Trump's indictment, what does it mean? What do you think? What's your reaction to it? 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. Last night, we had Kevin Dahlgren at our executive club meeting. Executive club, folks, the fact that your property taxes are half of what they would be had we not passed Measure 9, or Measure 5, rather, I'm sorry, which is the property tax limitation measure in 1990. Don McIntyre, 
business owner who passed away about 10, 11 years ago. He was the driving force behind that. And I will tell you that the horror stories they told us about, and I want to relate this to Let Salem Vote. The horror stories that every county government said, if you limit that, we're gonna, we're not going to be able to fund our police departments. All the emotional issues, right? We're not going to be able to fund our fire department. Your city services are going to be cut in half. I mean, they, they put out every lie you could imagine. People were sick and tired of seeing their property taxes go up and up and up and up and up. And it passed. It didn't pass by a lot, but it passed. Ten years later, after it was implemented, Cascade Policy Institute, Oregon's only free market think tank, did a study. It had saved, in just 10 years, the first 10 years, it had saved Oregon taxpayers $10 billion. Now, back in the early 90s, a billion was a lot of money. Not so much anymore. We're talking trillions now, but back then it was a billion. $10 billion. Now, fast forward to today. And folks... 33 years later, it's probably in the order and magnitude of 25 or $30 billion. It has saved us. That came out of the executive club. Now, the parallel is that people want to vote on these things. The parallel is that it was an opportunity to wake people up, just like it is today, with gathering signatures to repeal Salem's imposed tax because they're using the same tactic. Well, if you don't, we're going to lose all these services. The cops might not show up. The, the fire department might not show up. They're lying once again. And you know it and everybody knows it. But it's an opportunity for you to help make arguments to people in your world that maybe have been voting leftist, Democrat, not even really knowing it, or just aren't voting at all, to get engaged. Let's go to Tim, who's on the line. Tim, good morning. Your thoughts today. Welcome. Good morning, Jeff. About the petition, I went to coffee this weekend, which I, I do a lot. I had my petition with me. And it's really interesting about this petition. It's not political. It's not a Republican or Democratic issue. And it gives you a, a way to talk to people in a caring way because you care about what happens to them. At the coffee shop, the French press, I got employees to sign it. In fact, even the cook came over and signed it, and they were really busy. Huh. And I was able to, I was able to fill out uh, the petition and it went over to Fred Meyer which they have that return section and I talked to them about it and they signed it so it gives you an opportunity to influence people by showing them that you care about what happens to them and you don't have to be a Republican Democrat it's about them and the last thing I would say, Jeff, it also fits into the messaging I kind of push about the kicker. It's about them. It is about them. And what you just described, Tim, and I got to tell you, you, you've hit the nail on the head because this is not new. When I talked about Don McIntyre passing pro property tax limitation, measure five, 
1990. That issue cut across party lines, ideological lines, just like you've described right now. Because I'll guarantee you that a whole lot of folks that you have talked to, and you just described a couple of them, probably are not conservative and probably don't vote Republican. But yet, they care about this issue. This is an opportunity, as you so often do, because it's, it's your general direction politically. This is an opportunity to begin moving people to conservative thought. Because now you can have further conversations with them. You've, the door has been opened because they're willing to sign. Because they don't like this. That's the opportunity for political realignment that each of us have. I'll give you the last few seconds. It was a lot easier than I thought, Jeff. It was very easy. And it's Good the first time you. I've ever done it. Really? Wow. All right. Hey, Tim, thank you. I appreciate you sharing that story. Folks, do you have similar stories? And what's your reaction to Donald Trump's latest indictment? What do you think it means? Is that a political realignment opportunity? For different reasons. For fear. It's one thing to sign a petition to say, let me vote on a tax increase that's going to allow government to take money out of my paycheck. It's another thing to fear government, isn't it? Back in a moment, six months. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Well, I think I'm back on. Let's I return now to more of Political sure Coffee the Technical issues sometimes arise. It's 622-503-589-1220 is the power of your GMC talk. Man, what's your reaction? Okay. Good morning, you guys. This is Amanda. Jeff Krupp has left. I'm not sure where he went. He must be having some difficulties with his internet. Let me try to pop him back up on here. One second, you guys. Good morning, though, and happy, uh, what is it, Wednesday? My goodness, the week's flying by. It's already August. Sheesh. Okay, come on, Jeff. Where'd you go? Okay, I'm going to go silent for a second while I try to recall him. One second. All right, testing, one, two, three. I think we're back, folks. Yes. Sorry about that technical difficulty. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Like the one I got from our old buddy Doug. Here's what he writes in his email. Fee-fi-fo-fum. Looking down the barrel of the devil's gun. That's pretty good. He continues. Every time we pay taxes, 
aiding and abetting graft and handouts. The limp-wristed GOP do-nothings want to keep everything status quo, sonny boy. You ever notice that the people who tell you to calm down are the ones that pissed you off in the first place? Once one finally wakes up, they don't see politics, entertainment, or celebrities anymore. They just see liars, thieves, cheats, actors, narcissists, tyrants, fools, psyops, puppets, controlled opposition, and the satanic rituals of the soul sellers. Yeah, it's hard to uh, argue with that for those of us who are paying attention anyway. 503-589-1220. There is this thing, Doug writes also, um, about shedding. Huh? Yeah. Pfizer, Bill Gates, Fauci. Right, still walk free four years into the globalist elites plan to depopulate the world. The American free press continues to remain silent about the democidal plan, selling news about another Trump indictment and hiding the truth that all blood now contains self-assembling hydrogels. Hydrogels are three-dimensional biocompatible network of polymeric materials that self-assemble rather either by physical or chemical cross-linking. It doesn't matter if we received a clot shot or not. Shedding is real. We've all been implanted with DARPA chips that bond together in polymeric chain of sensors within our tissues and water molecules. Welcome to the Borg. We're all transhuman photovoltaic and optical transmitters now. It's a brave new world, so let's just, just forget and get back to deciding whom we should vote for. Well, Doug, first of all, is what you're asserting true? Where's the truth behind it? Where's the facts? Just the facts, ma'am, just the facts. Yeah, and voting does matter because who runs the Oregon legislature matters. Sellouts like Tim Knope, who's being celebrated today, by the way, um, in the Ben Bulletin, going up against my namesake, Jason Krupp, who's a Democrat, liberal, former prosecutor from Bend. They, too, now have leadership positions. Tim Knope being reelected as the leader of the Senate Republicans since he did such a great job selling us out. Yeah, who we elect matters. Who we elect to the school boards matter. Who we elect to the Salem City Council matters, Doug. Yeah, we should decide who to vote for and how to vote. Because, the, you know, you prove what you're saying. Is shedding real? It might be. Let's see evidence of it. And then how do we protect ourselves from it, from these so-called hydrogels? Back to the moment, what is your reaction? I want to know your reaction to Trump being charged with another... Call 
Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Twenty-three minutes before the top. Yeah, great to have you with us. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at twelve twenty dot am or Jeff at KSLM dot news. Jim had written me an email about uh, Trump indicted again, and I want to know your reactions to that. He says, I'll reserve my insightful and yet profound sarcasm on this persecution of my president and present the following quote from Senator Marsha Blackburn. She posted, quote, the news of another indictment against President Trump is no shock ahead of 2024. The left knows they can't beat Trump amid Biden's failures. So they're trying to take him out with criminal charges. Biden's abusing two tiers of justice to target his greatest political appointment. And Jim continues by saying, good morning. What is conspiracy against rights in Trump's indictment sounds made up? Well, folks, here's the deal. (laughs) This indictment is nothing more than a declaration of war against you and me. Really? Prove that, Jeff. Well, you only have to think about the impact of it, the effect of it. By the way, a day after Devin Archer's truly explosive testimony in front of the House committee. Now, Trump's campaign put out, said, you know, they've had this information for two and a half years. They could have indicted me anytime. Why did they wait until now? Well, you know why. Because now it dominates the news cycle and Hunter Biden and Devin Archer goes away, right? These people are masters at this type of thing. On the Republican side, not so much. They're pretty pathetic. But this is a declaration of war against you and I and our constitutional right of free speech. As Jonathan Turley, who's a constitutional lawyer, teaches constitutional law, you see him on TV, he noted this on Twitter. He said, if you take a red pen to all of the material presumptively protected by the First Amendment, you can reduce much of the indictment to haiku. Basically nothing. You see, they're charging Trump only with that he committed conspiracy to obstruct a proceeding. Obstruction of an attempt to obstruct. Obstruction of an attempt to obstruct of an official proceeding and conspiracy against rights. What it amounts to is the criminalization of opinions that the Biden Justice Department doesn't agree with. Oh, and by the way, Jack Smith, the special counsel, he was once rebuked by unanimous Supreme Court after he tried to put a Republican governor in prison during the Obama administration. You see, what's noted here is the charges against Trump do not include an incitement to violence on January 6th. Even though, I guess, 
Jack Smith gave this press conference. He went, went on and on about how horrible January 6th was. But they didn't charge him for any incitement. No, they wanted to get him on the conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding. Now, look, folks, this is all about getting this in front of a liberal jury and convicting Trump of conspiracy to obstruct. Trump has a right, just as you and I, and millions of Americans, in fact, about half of America still believes that the 2020 election was stolen, it was rigged, and it was unfair. It's the opinion that millions of us share. And because of the First Amendment, we can have that opinion and we can express it. Whether people agree with it or not. You see, Trump has every right to express his opinion that the 2020 election was stolen. That's what this was all about. Now, the piece in the story in Breitbart about this is interesting. The indictment declares, and I quote from the indictment, you can read the entire indictment. In fact, Jack Smith is urging people to read it. Get this, and you don't have to be a genius to figure this out. From the indictment, listen to this. Quote, despite having lost, the defendant, Donald Trump, was determined to stay in power. So for more than two months following election day on November 3rd, 2020, the defendant spread lies that there have had been outcome determinative fraud in the election that he actually won. These claims were false and the defendant knew they were false. The writer of this article in Breitbart is Joel Pollack, who is a lawyer. Here's his comment about what I just read you. Quote from this Breitbart article, and I'll have this on the show plan today. The indictment does not indicate how prosecutors were able to establish what Trump believed. Other than the fact that he had been informed by others that his suspicions of fraud were false. Nor does it distinguish the case from the Russian collusion hoax spread by Trump's opponents including within the Department of Justice, after he won the 2016 presidential election. So in other words, the indictment says that Trump knew he was lying and that his claims of election fraud were false. Really? So has a single trial been held where these claims of 2020 election fraud were litigated, actual evidence presented? The answer to that is no. Not a single trial has determined that anything Trump said based on evidence, and there's lots of evidence, folks. There's no evidence has been tried. Not a single trial has established that what Trump said, his claims based on evidence, based on depositions, not a single trial. Not one has happened. But Trump's attorneys are going to use this, and it is masterful. 
as an opportunity to bring all of this evidence. And there's video evidence. You've seen it. On and on and on. To bring it into a trial. And let it be heard for the first time. So this doesn't say how prosecutors determined that anything Trump said was false, was a lie. But even if it was, doesn't he have the right to say it? I mean, my goodness, look at members of Congress, Republican and Democrat, who lie to us every day, literally in front of the cameras. Look at news commentators posing as journalists who lie to us every day to protect the Bidens, to protect the power, and yes, sometimes protect corrupt Republicans. Look at what Mitt Romney said yesterday on the floor of the Senate. Let's go to the phones. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. Caller, who are you and what do you have to say about Trump's indictment? This is Tom. Paul? And uh, Tom? Hi, Tom. Tom, thank you. Sorry, I got it right. Okay. Um, I think it's uh, wrong, but I have to look at the bigger picture. Hasn't the war been going on since Nixon? Uh, what war are you describing? Uh, the war against the Republican ideal that uh, good should win. I, I would say, yeah, it, it has. I would say it is the truth should win. Now, now Nixon undisputably was wrong in what he did. And, but yet, what that began to expose to us, Tom, was the incredible liberal bias of the media became more and more evident as, you know, there's sort of like sharks swirling in the water, somebody breeding or bleeding in the water. They're going to tear them apart. That began to show us that the media was not fair, is not fair. And they're not going to be fair here against Trump. That's obvious, the fake news media. So, yeah, it is showing us something that we haven't seen before. Tom, thank you. I want to go to another caller quickly. Caller, good morning. Your name and what's on your mind? Uh, I believe you're talking to me. I am, yes, sir. Very good. Okay. Well, Trump's uh, indictment naming conspiracy. Uh, as one reporter asked, as that fool walked away from the podium, he says, uh, why haven't you indicted the other conspirators? After all, a conspiracy is two or more people. So, Hey, hang on. Uh, let's, let's get sure. you on the other side of the break. Sure. Okay. Back in a moment. 648. He's right about that. What's a conspiracy? There are other unindicted co-conspirators in this alleged... Well, you know why they're doing that, so they can keep the story moving and keep it out there every time they put somebody else under the indictment. You wait. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 
Ten minutes till the top of the air. In a moment, we'll get back to our caller. Vivek Ramaswamy continues his quest to become Trump's vice presidential candidate. Just filed a lawsuit against the DOJ because they didn't respond to a FOIA request concerning communications between Biden, Garland, and Jack Smith in the latest indictment of Trump. That's going to be a treat. By the way, there's a great video, 24 straight minutes. It's on the Gateway Pundit, and I'll have it on the show. If you, seriously, if you have somebody who's uncomfortable with what's going on in the deep state on elections, 24 straight minutes of Democrats denying election results, including Hillary. 20, you can watch the video for yourself. You can pass it along to others. Something else you can pass along to others is the opportunity to stay cool by calling Freedom Heating and Air if, in fact, you're not cool. We're going to be in the 90s again here really soon. Call Freedom Heating and Air. If your air conditioning system is just not working or not working right, not good enough, and you know it's been a problem in the past, you know it's going to be a problem again with these hot days coming. August is usually the hottest month of the year. Why don't you give them a call? They'll come out and they'll fix it for you. 503-580-1456. Check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net. Freedomheatingandair.net. Back to the phones. Again, your first name? Jess. Jess. J-E-S-S. Jess. I know. We've talked before. Yes, we have. Anyway, so back to the conspiracy and, uh, of course, the fraud aspect. Fraud usually is trying to trying to rip somebody off. Now, the only thing I can uh, attach to uh, a possible fraud here is uh, Trump was taking $1 for being the president for a year. So uh, if anybody wants to push on, well, he's trying to rip somebody off for a buck. Wow, a buck, a buck. <laughs> this is all a farce. Yesterday, I was uh, working with a customer. Her and her husband are former Democrats. And she uh, has come to the point where she realizes that the Democratic Party that they've always belonged to is no longer the party that they once knew. And I explained to her, I watched back during the Clinton administrations how these communists, Marxists, whatever you want to call them, started to strategically and tactically embed themselves within our government, not just at the federal level, but throughout the country, and how they developed their secret words and terms, and how we tagged onto that, analyzed that, and started tracking not only their movements, but what their actual agendas were that were underlying of their, their terms, such as change and progressive which didn't mean to move forward and become better, but to move away from and to separate, to change, literally, the United States of America in, in uh, favor of an international globalistic government. And that still goes on today. The hate to Trump is because this individual, whether it was Trump or not, cut in on their action and disrupted their timelines before Trump was Agenda 21, which meant 2021, certain globalistic goals. 
you know, we see these people today talking about, you know, this is going to happen by 2035, 2034, 2040, 2050. If anybody needs to understand what's going on here, just go visit the UN's website. I guarantee you these people aren't dictating to the UN their agendas, but the UN is dictating the agenda. These people are merely picking up that football and moving down range. Biden is a America last and the global establishment first. Trump is just the opposite of that, and that's why they hate him so much. If you took Trump out of the mix, put DeSantis in there, Vivek in there, Tim Scott in there, anybody, they would tear them apart just the same if they were America first type of individual. That is the reality. That's right. That's what this is all about. Jess, thank you. I appreciate you. you, um, what, What I think is a proper assessment of what's going on here folks this is about silencing you and me me that's what this is about this is about scaring us from voting it's about criminalizing dissent folks and punishing millions of us who voted for trump and they're warning us don't do it again look at what they're doing these Democrat state attorney generals started first in in Michigan who are indicting these alternative slates of electors that were put forward. Indicting them. Folks, it's happened before many times, including successfully. John Kennedy is one of them. They're trying to intimidate us because they know Biden is not only so weak, folks, but he is corrupt. And as more of that corruption comes out, we'll see it. We'll see more of it. The Department of Justice has become, in essence, a domestic terror group itself. They call evil good. And they call good evil. And amidst all of this, did you see the U.S. credit rating? Our credit rating as a nation was downgraded? Probably not. Trump said this, folks, and this is the essence of this. This is what this upcoming election is all about. It is the opportunity. All you need to say, here's what he said. Either the deep state destroys America, or we destroy the deep state. Either the deep state destroys America or we destroy the deep state. Think about that. You see, as Trump continues to talk about this, all he has to do is just keep saying, folks, if they can do this to me, they can do it to you. Go back to the fear, I I talked about this in the opening of the show. It's about fear of what government, fear is a powerful motivator. Love is the ultimate motivator. Fear is the motivator that moves people. You see, 
It's not just fear of the loss of everything you own because the DOJ can decide or the Oregon Attorney General can decide you're an, you're an unindicted co-conspirator like a whole bunch of other people are or you've done something wrong and we're going to go after you. You then have to defend yourself. You probably have to mortgage your house. You go in debt and you may be thrown in prison because of a political persecution that is a prosecution allowed by the law. Allowed, at least for now, by court rules. Fear is a powerful motivator. Use it to preserve your liberty. Let me say that again. Use fear to preserve your liberty. There's going to be a lot more about this as the days come forward. We'll talk about it. And I hope you'll be listening and I hope you'll be participating. Turn in your petitions. Let's close. See you tomorrow.